It's Monday, May 9th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Great to be with you again today. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. And for those of you who were celebrating Mother's Day yesterday, I hope you had a beautiful Mother's Day. Let's dive back into the text today. We're in 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're actually going to finish chapter 2 this week and get into chapter 3, which is pretty remarkable because we've been going at this since January and we've only made it through a couple of chapters. But that's because what we're doing here at Goodwill Talk Daily is we are slowly working through a book devotional style looking at a few words at a time, sometimes a verse at a time, sometimes only a couple of words. And the idea here is to allow the scriptures to speak to us in a way that applies to our everyday lives. We're not doing really deep exegesis, but what we're doing is we're asking the Lord to speak to us in a way that might encourage us for today. This is a daily bread type of an idea here. And so, uh, if you've been joining us every day, I hope this has been a blessing to you. If you've been in and out, I pray this is a blessing to you. If this is your first time here, then I'm so excited that you have chosen today to spend a few days with the Lord while you're heading into your work day or while you're enjoying a day off, whatever it might be for you today. My prayer is that your day today is centered around Christ and what he has done for us. And so... And so let's look together, 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm actually going to start back in verse 24. Uh, We're going to be in verse 25, a whole sentence that leads us to the end of the chapter. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. We're looking at this opening phrase of this last sentence in the chapter. God may perhaps grant them repentance. God may perhaps grant them repentance. So who is the them in this verse? Well, the them comes just a few Um, words earlier correcting his opponents with gentleness it's the opponents that timothy is facing philetus and hymenaeus yes but really anyone who would oppose his work who would oppose the message of the gospel and oppose the work of the church now we're not talking about anybody who might have an issue with leadership here okay this isn't about uh every time every time the leader does something he's right that's not what we're talking about We're talking about a sinful rejection of the message of the church, which is the gospel. We're talking about direct opposition to the work of God. And we don't want to mess this up because I think sometimes we can take this to mean whatever the pastor does, whatever the leader does is right. And as a pastor, as a leader in Christ church, I want to tell you that's simply not true. We get things wrong all the time. And it is right and it is good to come and talk to us and and explain ways that we might have hurt you, explain ways that you, you think we might be going this way or that. That kind of open dialogue is healthy and good. Your, your pastors are not above being challenged. But what we're looking at here is not a pastor who's kind of gotten his, his, uh, his wheels a bit wonky. 
No, we're talking about opposition here, not to Timothy as a person, but to opponents of the gospel. Opponents of the gospel who would spread division, who would try and tear the church apart. Timothy is told that those people who are opposing the work of the church, those people are to be opposed, but with gentleness. And the opposition has a goal in mind. The, the confrontation with opponents has a goal in mind, and that is repentance. It's not winning. I, I really think that this is something that we get backwards in today's uh, social media world. The goal of so many is to try and win the debate. It's like a sporting event. Who won? Who had the better takedown? Who owned who in the social media debate? That's not the goal of this kind of winsome, careful, kind, and gentle spiritual warfare. I mean, that's what it is, right? There's an opposition to the work of the gospel. There's an opposition to the kingdom. And Timothy is to oppose that is to confront opponents gently and kindly, not with an eye to victory, not with an eye to winning, but with an eye to repentance in the heart of those who are opposing the work. The goal is repentance. That's the goal. We don't correct opponents in a desire to score points. That's how the world does it. The world is about political point scoring. The world is about our side versus their side. But the Church of Jesus Christ is about a bunch of people who are sinners, who have weaknesses, who are trying together to work towards Christ. And that means that we must daily be in a place of repentance. It is when we think we have nothing to repent from that we find ourselves in danger. And so, when Timothy is to be correcting opponents, the goal is to be seeing repentance in the lives of the other. Someone who turns away from that sinful teaching, that sinful, divisive work. Now, it is true that the gospel is offensive. It is true that the gospel can divide people. But when we're talking about the family of faith, those who have already clung to the gospel, those who are united together in Christ, division within that family is not the work of the Holy Spirit, but is the work of the evil one. We're going to see that over the next couple of days. So those who are causing that kind of division ought to be corrected with an eye to repentance. It is out of a heart of love, not out of a heart of war. It is out of a heart of care, not out of a desire to win. And so, brothers and sisters, as you're going about your week, as you're encountering other Christians and you're wondering, man, I feel like what they're doing is sinful and wrong. Would you correct them, not with a heart to win, to lord it over them, but with a desire to see them repent out of a loving heart for your brother and sister in Christ. That love ought to be evident in every time that you find yourself in a place of correcting others. 
That's true for pastors. That's true for all of us in the pews who sit under other pastors. Our goal is to see one another living lives of repentance that Christ might be glorified. Let's pray together. God, we pray that you would help us to live lives of repentance. Would we glorify you with those lives? Would we not be so hardened by a desire to win or a desire to be right that we lose sight of the goal of correction? Yes, there are opponents to the gospel. Yes, there are those who seek to sow seeds of division within the body. But God, you call us to gently correct opponents that they might repent and come back into the fold. God, would repentance be the goal always? Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being patient with us that we might live lives of repentance in honor and glory of you. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us here at Goodwill Talk Daily. We'll be back tomorrow. Till then, hope you have a beautiful day today. God bless.